Good morning. Today is Friday, July 29th. You're listening to Understanding Christianity's mini podcast, Strength for Today. I'm your host, Pastor Sean Cole. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Today is the final mini podcast, Strength for Today, through the book of Philippians. I've enjoyed going through verse by verse the book of Philippians and giving some daily encouragements for your Christian walk. And I hope over the past few months you've been blessed by God's word. Again, as I announced earlier in the week, due to some time constraints and the fact that I'm leaving next week to go to India for 10 days on a mission trip and just a time schedule coming with the end of summer and the beginning of fall, teaching responsibilities, pastoral responsibilities, I'm not going to be able to continue doing the daily podcast. Uh, This does not mean that I won't be doing a podcast at all. There will be more podcasts, just the daily mini podcast. Today is the last day. And so we're going to finish with the final verses in the book of Philippians, the final greetings, Philippians 4, 21 through 23. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you in your spirit. May God's grace be with you in your spirit. It's Paul's final words there. In the core of your being, as Paul finishes out this book, his desire for the Philippian church and for us believers today is that we would experience the depth of God's amazing grace in the gospel for us in Christ Jesus. And one of the primary themes of the book of Philippians was the gospel, joy in the gospel. If you remember back in chapter 1, Verse 5, he says, because of your partnership in the gospel. Verse 7, my defense and confirmation of the gospel. Verse 12, it served to advance the gospel. Verse 16, a defense of the gospel. Verse 27, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. His desire is that we would have joy in the gospel. And one of the primary ways we can do this is to preach the gospel to ourselves on a daily basis. Now, what does it mean to preach the gospel to yourselves? Does that mean that you stand up in a pulpit and you preach to a public congregation like I do on Sunday mornings? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about daily in your personal time alone with God, you rehearse, you speak, you remind yourself of the gospel every day. Jerry Bridges, uh, the late Jerry Bridges, he died just last year, has really influenced me greatly um, in this area. He's got a chapter in his book, The Discipline of Grace, called Preach the Gospel to Yourself. And about 10, 11 years ago when I read this, it really impacted me. Um, Here's what he says, quote, I believe that part of our problem is our tendency to give an unbeliever just enough of the gospel to get him or her to pray a prayer to receive Christ. Then we immediately put the gospel on the shelf, so to speak, and go on to the duties of discipleship. As a result, Christians are not instructed in the gospel. And because they do not yet fully understand the riches and glory of the gospel, they cannot preach it to themselves nor live by it in their daily lives. And here's how Jerry Bridges defines 
preaching the gospel to yourself, and I wholeheartedly agree with him. Quote, to preach the gospel to yourself means that you continually face up to your own sinfulness and then flee to Jesus through faith in His shed blood and righteous life. It means that you appropriate again by faith the fact that Jesus fully satisfied the law of God, that He is your propitiation, and that God's holy wrath is no longer directed toward you. This is something I've been practicing in my life uh, for the past 10 years or so in my daily quiet times. I just remind myself every day of the gospel. I praise God that He has rescued me out of the depth of my depravity, out of the depth of my sin. I praise God that He sent Jesus to die in my place on the cross to shed His blood, to propitiate God's wrath against me, and that because of imputed righteousness that comes through faith, God has counted me not guilty on account of Christ's record of perfect righteousness being credited to my account. I stand in a position permanently of being accepted by God the Father on account of Christ. I don't deserve this acceptance. I don't deserve this standing. God has given this to me as a free gift of grace. This whole doctrine of justification by faith alone, sovereign grace, the gift of grace, I remind myself of this on a daily basis and then live in the glory of that truth as a life of thankfulness. You know, the um, Heidelberg Catechism The ancient catechism is divided up into three sections, guilt, grace, and gratitude. And and that's really a good way to look at the Christian life. Guilt, we start with the fact that we are guilty before a holy God because of our sin. We deserve God's wrath. We deserve hell. God is not obligated to save us. We are sinners. We fall short of the glory of God. No one is righteous. We are guilty. That's our condition from birth. We are guilty. But then secondly, grace, God and His amazing grace has sent Jesus to be a propitiation for our sins. He has died in our place. He has shed his blood. His righteousness has been given to us as a gift. We're declared not guilty. We've been sovereignly regenerated. We've been born again. We're new creations in Christ all because of grace. And then thirdly, gratitude. Because our guilt has been overcome by God's grace in salvation in the gospel of Christ, we can now live a life of gratitude to God in obedience. We obey His word. We walk in holiness. We pursue holiness. We press on to know Christ. And we do this not as a way to earn God's favor, but out of the overflow of gratitude for what He's already done in overcoming our guilt with His grace. And so that's really what it means to preach the gospel to yourself on a daily basis. You and I can't be right with God by being a good person, obeying the Ten Commandments. We fall short of God's glory. Justification by faith is the only way we can be right with God. This means our unholy record of sin is credited to Jesus' account and His perfect record of righteousness is credited to our account. Through the cross of Christ where He bore God's wrath against us, we can be totally forgiven of all of our sins. This free gift of grace is appropriated by personal faith in Christ alone. And God is just in that He has punished our sin through Jesus and yet at the same time He's the justifier in that we are accepted in His sight by Christ's work alone on our behalf. Paul summarizes this in Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 26 is the bedrock of the gospel. So if you want to preach the gospel to yourself every day, you may want to go to Romans 3, 21 through 26. 
But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there's no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in His divine forbearance He had passed over former sins. It was to show His righteousness at the present time that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. There's a great book of prayers by the Puritans called the Valley of Vision. Uh, I've been reading prayers from this for many years. My, my wife and I, we sometimes allude to these prayers in our worship services. It's a great book that you should get, Valley of Vision. Uh, listen to one of the prayers in the Valley of Vision. Quote, Holy Trinity, continue to teach me that Christ's righteousness satisfies justice and evidences your love. Help me to make use of it by faith as the ground of my peace and of your favor and acceptance of me so that I might live always near the cross. What a great prayer that we would always live near the cross, that the gospel would be so central in our lives because we preach it to ourselves every day that by faith we believe day by day in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Milton Vincent has also written a great little book, A Gospel Primer for Christians, A Gospel Primer for Christians. It's it's, it's a great little book that he's written, and listen to these encouraging words from him. Quote, There is simply no other way to compete with the forebodings of my conscience, the condemning of my heart, and the lies of the world and the devil than to overwhelm such things with daily rehearsings of the gospel. I love that quote, daily rehearsings of the gospel. Daily preach the gospel to yourself to overcome your guilty conscience, to overcome the lies of the world and the flesh and the devil, to overcome the condemnation in your heart. All these things that overwhelm you on a daily basis, how do you overcome them? You preach the gospel to yourself. You saturate yourself in the gospel. You overwhelm yourself in the gospel. So as we close this three-month journey through the book of Philippians. And as this is the final mini podcast on strength for today, the one thing I want to remind you of is the power of the gospel, the sustaining grace of the gospel, that Paul's desires that we would have joy in the gospel, that we would stand shoulder to shoulder in advancing the gospel. And the only way we can do that is to daily, minute by minute, day by day, preach the gospel to ourselves. And when we do that, God in His grace ministers to our souls. He strengthens us. He encourages us through the power of the Holy Spirit and gives us grace upon grace to live the Christian life for Him. So thank you for listening to Understanding Christianity's mini podcast, Strength for Today, on this July 29th. 2016. It's been a great joy to share the book of Philippians with you. I pray it's been beneficial. I pray it's been helpful. Uh, We will continue to come back uh, probably in the middle of August after I get back from India with some more podcasts. You'll still hear my Sunday morning sermons. Uh, Just a programming note in the fall and September on our Wednesday night teachings, I will be going verse by verse through the book of Ecclesiastes. So those Ecclesiastes teachings will also be on the podcast as well. And so God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause His face to shine upon you. And would you always keep your eyes fixed on Him.
Jesus. Jesus.